What's going on, travelers? It's your main man, Just GQ, and you are tuned in to another episode of The Travel Guides, the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. This is your host, Just GQ here, and we are at Podcast Movement in Orlando, Florida. I've got Brian Turner here with me. He is the creator and the host of the Hey BBT podcast. Brian, how's it going? Going great, going great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So Brian and I were uh, crossed paths yesterday. I was I was doing a little work at uh, at one of the restaurants around here, and uh, we <laughs> Brian was was having having a chat with with. With a, with a young with a with a young lady here who um, called my name from my name tag and I and kind of drew me into the to the conversation. So uh, Brian and I, you know, were able to connect out of that out of that encounter. Uh, but how have you enjoyed the the conference so far? Oh, it's been great. Uh, I've been podcasting for years, and this is my first time actually attending a podcast conference. Nice. Um, I'm looking to take it to the next level. Yeah. Uh, so I came to get all of the the resources, the the tools. Uh, and just, it's been great. It's actually been a little overwhelming because it's so much information. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's a good thing because now I can just break it down and try to implement little by little. Right. So it's been a great experience meeting people like you. Uh, so uh, we still got a day and a half left, so right. I'm going to get a lot more <laughs> information to help me take my podcast to the next level. Definitely. I know one thing that I've kind of struggled with in this time has been organizing my schedule. What have right. been some of the things that you've done to make sure that you are maximizing your time here? I mean, one thing about this conference that's um, pretty unique is uh, they have so much going on at the same time. So. What I usually do is try to um, split up. Like if I have like two or three sessions I want to attend and they're at the same slot, right. I'll try to break it down to 15 minutes each, right. go in, so. get a couple nuggets, <laughs> uh, take a couple notes, and then move on. Um, I mean, and that's how, kind of how I am. I like to... Uh, not, I don't like to overwhelm myself and try to get everything. I just need one or two things right. that really, really, you know, aha moments where I can say, okay, I can implement that moving forward. So me, I just try to break up my time in terms of uh, give a little by little uh, to try to get as much information as I can from the different topics. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I've, I've tried to do the same thing. There's, there's uh, so many things that are yeah. that are going on at the same time. I mean, even, even right now, we're recording in the Buzzsprout recording booth right. that's in the middle of the of the Everything, exposition right. floor, right? So you see people walking past, you're absolutely. like, okay, I need to do that. Right, definitely, man. So you just like you you know it's a shooters, it's a shooter shoot type of situation. You and you, you know, you meet people that like minded individuals who are 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 passionate about podcasting and and passionate about bringing valuable information to to people. And uh, you know that commonality is is pretty awesome. So why don't you tell tell us a little bit about your your podcast and and what it's about. Okay. Uh, so I'm Brian Turner. I'm from Washington, D.C. I currently live in Miami, Florida. I've uh, been there go- a little over four years. Okay. Um, I am an entrepreneur where I have 
started and failed in a lot of things, right. but I've had some success, and my successes, successes have been pretty good. Uh, I currently own a home care agency nice. in uh, Washington, in the Washington D.C. area. Okay. Uh, I have a mobile app where I connect people at bars. Uh, so Z-Tech, I do. Like yeah, that, yeah, like yeah. That. So I do a lot of different things. Uh, my podcast is uh, Hey BBT, where you can ask me anything. Uh, I've been, uh, I've done a lot. Uh, I raise a family, I travel, right. I've run businesses, I've made some money, lost a lot of money. Uh, so my podcast is more so uh, talks about a lot of different things. Um, it's a little bit inspirational. Uh, talks about personal finance, running the business, right. uh, raising the family, traveling. So it kind of encompasses a lot of different things. Uh, and I've been doing it for a little over a year and a half. Awesome. Um, I've had uh, I have up episodes where I talk about real estate. Right. I have episodes that talk about just life goals. Um, I had episodes talking about building your personal brand. So my podcast just kind of sends around my journey. Right. Uh, and it kind of ultimately uses my story to try to help inspire others uh, to live a purposeful life because that's what I do. Absolutely, man. And that's 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 really uh, that's a, something to strive to. I think was being just more purposeful overall. Yes. And making sure that we're moving very intentionally through this through this life yes I have to one of the one of the brothers I ran into it's, it's funny so prior to I also as a serial entrepreneur one of my first preneurs was I was blogging under the moniker just GQ which is where I've kind of carried this through and so in this okay. in this time period which is probably you know call it 2012 okay. there was uh, there was a, a, a class of us I'll, I'll call it a bloggers that were really you know relationship focused and that okay. was during the time of like single black male and all awesome, that stuff that was awesome. going on and so I um, uh, 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 Wisdom is misery was one of the one of the fellows there, and uh, and Rich uh, Rich Jones was another guy, and they teamed up um, to pod, start a podcast called Paychecks and Balances. Uh, and Rich is actually here as well at the conference, uh, and I had a chance to rap with him, which is always interesting. Putting like you know it, moving internet friends to you know to to face to face, right, right, right. Um, but yeah, that you know all about synergy. So I'll definitely have to have to plug you with with them because there may be some overlap there. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, and that, and that's what makes these conferences. Uh, so great. Um, I talked about this. Um, so not only do I do a podcast, I kind of do like little short uh, one minute videos that I post on Instagram and it talks kind of broadly about a topic. Right. And I, I was just at a conference about a week ago in Lake Tahoe for, for my home care business. Nice. And I talked about on that uh, one minute clip the importance of attending conferences. And I talked about how that's been one of the secrets to my success because yeah. I come here and not only do you, you attend the sessions and you get a lot of information and you know different technologies and right. resources, it's the people. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, meet someone like you and you're already talking about connecting me yeah. to people that may be more advanced in the space that I'm in. Yeah. Uh, that's what it's all about. It's ultimately connecting the dots. And uh, and it's hard to do this when you're just home and everyone kind of does the same thing. Right. You need to get out and, and actually meet people from all over. Uh, you know, so that's that's one of the great things about being at a conference like podcast movement. So I agree. Got to be outside to get rained on. You know oh, I like that. that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. You gotta I like that. It's raining yeah. blessings. You got to go outside. You're right. Man. You're right. But yeah. got, I'm gonna take that. Oh yeah, have at it. Have at it, man. <laughs> I believe in the I believe in the network, man. And and us one, you know, each one reach one, teach one, help you one. You know, so yeah. um, I'm very very happy to do that. Okay. So you touched on a little bit before we we've uh, you know. Brought you on and and uh, to chat through. You mentioned that you're a family man, but yes. that you also love to travel. Yes. That is something that as we as we look, this podcast is very honestly geared towards millennials and Gen Z. Awesome. But I think millennials are are typically 
characterized to absorb Gen Z when they are two, in fact, two different generations and millennials specifically spanning, you know, from from mid 20s now up to up through 40 40 plus yeah we there are a couple life stages in there and some of us have some of us are you know you know single and getting settled into our career and some of us are establishing our career but still looking to settle down which is where i am and then right. uh you know there are some there are other folks who have who are full families and and are and are uh and are you know living living that life right and so i think one of the uh that diversity within that within the generation is key but also people think that be, when you enter the the stage of having families and whatnot that that has to curtail you your your life and your mm-hmm. enjoyment of life and right. and you know I find a lot of people find enjoyment of life in travel so I'm looking I, I would love to get your perspective on on just just hear a little bit about your family or you know how how your travel journey uh, how you fell in love with travel okay um, and then to understand like what what are the nuances with traveling with with a family oh awesome okay now uh, you don't have to answer all that at no, once no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot <laughs> to take here, but I'll, right. I'll, I'll walk you through my a little bit of my travel journey um, I grew up pretty poor uh, so I didn't take my first flight till I was 21. Okay. And it was on a job interview. Right. Um, you know, my family just didn't have money to, to travel. Right. So I was finishing up my MBA degree and I uh, got a job interview in Boston. Nice. Uh, I was a software company and I was a business guy. Right. I, t- I took, I, I wanted the interview because I wanted to travel for the first time. And, and honestly, I got encouraged by like my grandmother said, you should go ahead and go. And just, right. Even though I knew I wasn't going to move there. Yeah. Uh, I was just to experience it. So once I did it, the first time I fell in love with it, uh, I, I remember one of the first times just being up in the air and just realizing like, wow, what does my life mean? Right. Like, you feel real I, small. I, I felt real small, <laughs> <laughs> real small, especially the higher I got up. I was like, whoa. And um, from there, I just knew um, at that particular interview, it was it was students from all over the world. And I just remember right. feeling a little bit intimidated because a lot of them were tech people. Right. And I was just there and more so not even really looking to get the job, but yeah. just to experience what I was experiencing. Yeah. And I just realized, like, wow, this world is big. There's oh, so yeah. much to learn. There's so much to see. There's so much to do. And from there, I, I, I fell in love with it. I can say from from that first flight at 21, uh, I've, I've been going nonstop since. Right, that's what's um, So um, my kids are eight and six. My daughter turns six next week. Um, before I having kids, I realized that traveling was going to always be a part of me, my life. Right. Um, before I got married, well, once we got married, we decided to have kids. I said, listen. This has to be a part of our life. So whatever right. we need to do to make it happen, that's what we're going to do. Uh, me and my wife, we've, we, we've had travel funds in the past where we'll put away part of our check into a fund to make sure that uh, we have the opportunity to travel. Right. I, I'm a firm believer that uh, life is a big-ass routine. Yeah. I hope I can curse <laughs> on your show. Oh, yeah, a a big-ass routine, and we need to get breaks from it in right. order to be fulfilled, be happy, uh, feel like what we're doing is worth it. So uh, we've put away money to always have the ability to travel. And so once having kids, we say, okay, how can we maintain that? Right. So um, when my when my son was two months, he he was on the plane. <laughs> and, the, and the great thing. I can only imagine that flight right, was right. <laughs> I mean, the great thing about traveling with young kids is that uh, they fly for free. Right. Ah, there we go. So, there we go. Let's travel hat. So, yeah. Drop a so, message on that. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, when he was young, we were gone. Right. We were gone. I mean, it was. Uh, 
it was amazing because we could just sit him in our lap. I mean, yeah. it, it was a little bit more difficult as he was getting older. He needed his own seat, but right. under two, he wasn't flying in his own seat. So two is the that's the cutoff. That's the cutoff. I, be, I believe it's still. I mean, that was okay. years ago, but I believe that's still the cutoff. Travel with him with two two and then leave him at home. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get them the exposure early. Right. I mean, that's another point too. I didn't mention that. Like, I always felt like. Um, for me, I noticed what it did for me at a later stage right. in life, 21. So I said, if I can expose my kids to that at a young age, yeah. what will it do for them? So whereas even now, like a lot of people, they lead their kids home. I try to take my kids with me. Right. You know, you know, other than conferences like this yeah, where it's business yeah. related and I'm going to be gone all day, I try to make sure I take my kids to expose them early. Um, but yeah, under two, they fly for free. When my daughter came two years after, it was a little bit harder because I had to pay for, right, <laughs> for right. a seat for my son. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's it's a sacrifice. Um, it's it's part, in my opinion, it's part of the education yeah. that um, I, I I look at from for my kids. A lot of people spend a lot of money putting their kids in private school. For me, I like to spend a, spend a decent amount of money. On travel, right? Um, because I think that's one of the best ways to learn. So, Experiential learning, man. It's, it's definitely yeah, an investment. Yeah, yeah. So I, and I, that's I, why I applaud you for the show that you do, um, the show that you're doing because it's so important, um, and not enough people take take it. I mean, a lot of people take it for granted. I appreciate that, and I think that's yeah. I, I think you hit on it as a as a whole. I'm honestly in your, in your camp as well, as far as seeing thinking, seeing this as a major advantage to, to kids. Yeah. I honestly I have an aspiration to, to work abroad, and oh, I awesome. want yeah. I want to my kids to grow up, uh, you know, speaking two and three and there four languages. Go. When I, I want them to be kind of weird, like like really <laughs> weird in in middle school, and yeah. then like when they get to high school, kind of <laughs> weird, and then when they grown, like they're just like, oh, you the man, you the man. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah, yeah, That's kind of my kind of like, like Kobe that. Bryant. You I know like what I'm saying? That, yeah. I Kobe like was that. weird as hell. Now he seems normal, right? Now he's the same dope. way. Kobe out here on the court talking to Spanish, Italian, and English, all in the same on the same joint. So you know, that's that's kind of like yeah. the level of weird I want my kids to reach. There you go. There you go. No, it, it, I mean it's big. I mean even when we travel. Um, I mean, and, and, and I know we're going to talk about it. We just got back from Bali about right. three weeks ago. Bom, uh, bom. And just And just being in other countries and, and just seeing the level of uh, travel just when you're around other cultures, it changes you. Yeah, It definitely. changes you. I remember the first Every time. Every time. When the, the first time I went to Thailand, I mean, it was two, 2012. My son was 16 months. Yeah. Everybody thought we were crazy taking a, a 16 month, a 20 plus hour flight. <laughs> right. I thought I was crazy because we went, we flew into the, Man, the, uh, the Philippines. Oh, okay. The Philippines, yeah. and then and travel was part of that trip. And uh, it changed my life. Yeah. Um, you know, just seeing the other side of the world, like people so nice, people so different, their approaches to life mm-hmm. are different. And I just think that that's just, that's the journey of life to experience yeah. it all. And that's, that's my passion to experience it all. So I love to hear, like, you know, you talking about you want to raise a family abroad. Uh, I, I, I would love to do that. I got a big family, and they're, <laughs> they're still mad at me for moving to Miami. Right. But, you know, so I compromise. I just take short trips. But I would love to be in a position to do what you're talking about. I doing. You. Have you been able to take advantage of the, the flights from Miami? I think being being new to Florida as well, yeah. seeing the, the flight differences, but moving even from a hub in Chicago down to Miami. Miami, especially in in Latin America and whatnot, like the the, the prices, it's cheap. Like it's just yeah. like, it's a lot cheaper. I mean, availability is there. I mean, I never forget when we first moved here. 
my birthday was probably about four, three or four months after we moved here. Right. And we was trying to figure out where to go. And we always loved Mexico. So I looked up Mexico, and it was an hour away. Right. It's like, I mean, yeah, we, could get, we, we could get to everywhere. Yeah. Um, and, and I love that. And, and, and the thing about it is it's, it's not as hectic as, like, New York. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's amazing that the, the places we can get to being here. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to be in Miami, too. Definitely. Yeah. That's dope. Mm-hmm. So going into the to the main topic, Brian previewed it. We'll be talking about, about Bali. And we had a, a some conversation prior to and, and just talking about attacking Bali a little differently. And I, I was able to speak to Brian and just let him know that a lot of times, you know, this is, this is the second or third episode that we've had on Bali. However, uh, however you know, everybody's experience is different and so we want to examine all of uh, you know people's different the variance of experience to to evaluate just the entire spectrum and and knowing that a lot of the listeners are in different different life stages as we mentioned before even though you know perhaps fitting it in into under the millennial moniker mm-hmm. um, we know that that there there's differences in in experience here so what made you want to go to uh, go to go to Bali my wife. <laughs> Instagram structures. <laughs> I like these pictures. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> That's her. She don't do a lot of posting on it, but she definitely watches a lot of... It's a research tool. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. A lot of videos, a lot of photos. And uh, it was between... Uh, I wanted to go to the Maldives. You okay. know, I saw a few pictures. I wanted to go there, but right. she said Bali was, was a much more deeper experience. Yeah. And so she didn't... It didn't take much convincing. I was like, okay. So um, I started doing my research and... Uh, one of the big issues about Bali is most of the research pretty much says that you got to take like two flights. Okay. Uh, I've heard that I mean, two well. stops. And yeah. for me, I, if it's up to me, I try to follow the director as much as possible because right. the problems happen when you, when you do layovers yeah. and stuff like that. But anyway, so I, I was trying to find a, a way where I can maybe fly somewhere, stay a couple of days, and then fly from there direct to Bali. Okay. So I wasn't a stopover. There like you go. It. There yeah. you go. I wasn't having much luck, and then I found two places. One was um, Istanbul. Okay. And one was Qatar. Nice. And um, kind of dicey, dicey spots a little right, bit. Right. Yeah. And so when I mentioned it to my wife, my wife quickly said uh, Qatar because she wanted to do. Uh, I think it's the World Cup. World oh, Cup okay, next yeah. year. So she was like, this would be good if we could do like a couple of days in Qatar. Right. Um, so I don't uh, think I knew the World Cup was in Qatar. I think the World Cup or Olympics is one of them. Okay. 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 I think it's the, the World Cup next Fair year. Enough. Some uh, international sports. There event. you go. There you go. Something. <laughs> um, and so uh, pretty much I found the flight. So I was like, cool. Uh, and, and once again, the, the, the issue with traveling with kids, where you see those flight prices, you're like, right. ah. But, you know, it's, you know, it's an investment. Yeah. It's an investment. Yeah. So, um, so the goal was to fly to Qatar, stay two days, and then fly from there direct to Bali. Okay. Um, it was with Qatar Airways. Um, I had never flown with Qatar Airways before. Right. Uh, apparently, they're supposed to be five-star, one of the best. Oh, okay, um, okay. I was going to ask if you had a, a, an airline preference that was, like, more kid-friendly than, um, than the others. Honestly, the majority of the uh, international airlines are, are a lot better. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they're much more. I mean, you sh- you know that. Yeah, I mean, they're I've friendlier. That, yeah. They're more accommodating. They feed you. You're right. Um, so uh, I, I I don't necessarily. I was always a little bit curious about Qatar because you heard so many great yeah. things about them. So um, the crazy part is I never saw Qatar on, on uh, <laughs> going because our flight got canceled from oh, Qatar man. Airways. So um, so we missed it and. Um, 
it was so crazy. They kept delaying it, kept delaying it, and then to the point where we had to call um, Expedia. I book everything through Expedia. Okay, uh, why is a, that? That's a hack. Um, I book everything through Expedia because I get the points. Okay. Um, so so you were part of Expedia's loyalty program. Yeah, I'm a gold member because ah, okay. I book everything through there. And um, I, I, I learned that a while ago, like, like always sign up for all the reward the programs, yeah. the loyalty programs for every airline, yep. rental car, Definitely. hotels. Um, and then try to book through one source so you can get all the points, sort of similar to the credit cards. And then secondly, if you have a credit card, book through your credit cards. So right. now you're getting the points for uh, Expedia, you're getting the points in your credit card. And then the third thing is, if you have a blog or a website, right. get an affiliate banner. So you Definitely. get paid three ways. So right. you're getting paid for uh, to, to booking the travel, the points, your credit card, and you're getting a kickback for you know for your uh, affiliate. Right. So, so that there goes there goes that travel. Yeah, oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I'm about to use the, the affiliate banner real quick. So yeah, so we on the phone and they had to uh, reroute us. Um, I would say, although my experience with Qatar Airways wasn't the best, they did accommodate us for for messing up, which, oh, which awesome. some you know they don't do. Uh, so we pretty much went from Qatar to Bali to London to Bali. Okay. Uh, we had a layover of like nine hours in London so we we just kind of hung out there for a little bit okay so that's kind of how we got to so you got rerouted you got rerouted so you went from the states to London and then from London to 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 Bali Bali. okay that's what's up and we got there probably about uh, we missed our three days in Qatar because it got delayed two days right um, but we still got uh, we got to Bali oh, about okay. five hours later, so oh, okay. we wasn't off too much in our Bali experience. It's just that we missed Qatar. So you just, okay, perfect. That's yeah. that's beautiful, yeah, man. Yeah. I tell you, man, I'm I'm always down to be inconvenienced in yeah, a moderate yeah, way because yeah. I know that. There's, there should be something coming on the back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they put us up in a, a nice hotel in oh, Miami. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually was like, I told my wife, let's go home. She's like, no, let's start on vacation early. Right. So we went to um, the hotel that they put us up in. It was nice. They fed us. Oh, like, nice. Um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Beautiful. I mean, it's just, it's always, it's tough being convenient with kids, but. Yeah. Man, this is what makes traveling so great is that you 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 learn adversity. Right. I mean, miss flights, like lost bags, like yeah, you, you hate roll that with stuff. It, right. Your kids going through it. Oh, yeah. They learn a lot exactly. early on. So yeah. and they won't be the ones that the adults that you see flipping out there because their shoelace comes undone yeah. or some some yeah. minor inconvenience yeah. happens. They can just kind of shrug and be like, yeah, "It's all good." There you go. You know, we'll there make it go. happen. There you go. Yeah. So that's kind of. I, I, I'm not even sure the original question. I just started talking, but. <laughs> So but that's how we got the Bali. That's okay. how we got the Bali. So what did y'all do when y'all got there? Like, were there, how do you organize the activities where, you know, everybody's, everybody's, uh, you know, extracting value and having a good time? Okay. So the great question. Um, Thank we, we kind of break it down. Um, I, I I pay for stuff, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I'm pretty good about the the hotels. Okay. Like I, I'm a hotel guy. Nice. I I've still to this day, as much as I try, I've never done an Airbnb. Oh, okay. Um, I'm a hotel guy. I, I like to be on vacation when right. I'm on vacation, so I like to be treated um, with the uh, much great customer service. So. Um, I pretty much uh, booked the, the hotels. Because we were going for two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, we split it up. We did four different hotels at different parts of okay. the island. Nice. Uh, when we came in, we stayed at a hotel called the Banyan Tree. Uh, it's in Uluwatu, uh, which is kind of south of the airport. Right. Uh, we did that for three nights, four days. Uh, then from there, we went to a little bit to the east uh, at the Sophie Tail right. in the area called Nusadua. Okay. And then uh, we went up north uh, to Ubud, 
okay. um, at the Ritz. And, uh, and then for four days. And then lastly, we stayed at the W Bally. Which was in uh, Seminyak. Okay. We stayed there for four years. I heard so, Seminyak. So goes we, down out there. We, we saw, we saw um, I mean, there's further places up north we could have went to, but right. we got a good experience of the whole, uh, whole island. The great thing about Bali is every place was different. Yeah. I mean. A lot know, of different you, cultures. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you get to, when we were at the Banyan Tree at Uluwatu, like the approach, um, how they greeted you was way different from when you got the Noosa door. What was it? What was they? What, um, what were they like? When you when when we were at the Bay Tree, what was they used to say? Um, dang, what was the saying? Um, uh, it, 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 it it slips my mind. But the way how they greeted you, right? Uh, they kind of put their hands together and okay. everyone bowed. Right. Uh, Noosa door. Everyone said bonjour. Like they spoke a little French. <laughs> it was it was it was weird. Then when we that got would the, throw me all the way off. Then when they got to the Uber, they would call me Papa. They would oh, okay. say, hey, Papa. Like, right. everybody called you Papa. I was like, okay, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> and then Simiak, just more the party town. Like, it's more, like, laid back. It's just the vibes changed right. with every place we went to. And I was like, wow, like, this so, is pretty unique. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, what's up? So, far, wait, wait, and, and I'm sorry. As far as the activity, my wife plans all of those. Okay. She's the, more, she's the more adventurous one. Okay. So she plans all the activities, the tours. The We did a costume. We did a costume making. I mean, it was it was amazing. And I used to fight her because I'm the type, like, when I go on vacation, I like to just relax. Yeah. And she wants to go. Now I kind of compromise and because I know if she plans, it's going to be good. Okay. Yeah, dope. So. Well, you, you all get to enjoy a lot of the food that was out there as well? Yeah, ba- the Bali food was amazing. Okay. Um, that, that's, I, you know, I'm a pretty picky eater. Okay. And, and the food was amazing. That's why, you know, I fell in love with the place so much because... Whether it was you know breakfast, lunch, whatever, um, I always felt like fulfilled in terms of my meal. That's so, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So all in all, if you could put and and to be candid with the with the audience, we just got the five minute warning, so okay. we're going to be getting the hook here pretty soon. <laughs> but um, how much would you put put on on that on the on the trip as a whole? As far as cost? Yeah, as far uh, as cost. And I know you mentioned when you did it a little, little, little ritzy, right, or, yeah, right, right. Um, it was it's pretty pricey, and I mean not pricey because your your money goes so far in Bali, right? Um, and because I'm a hotel guy, I don't really cut costs on hotels. Okay, so, I mean, fair I look enough. for you know great service, great location, right? Um, how much would you say you dropped on? on I mean hotels? the flight. Let's say flights, flights between the four of us, yeah, maybe six grand. Okay. Um, that's actually not that bad. Yeah, I think that's that, like fifteen hundred. Yeah, a person, it's not yeah. that bad. I remember to Thailand being way more. Maybe because that was like one of my first time doing a flight like yeah. that. Uh, hotels probably on average about. Some of them were, the Sofitel was in the hundreds. Okay. Um, the Banyan Tree was maybe three hundreds a night. Uh, w Bali was like two something a night, okay. and then uh, the Ritz was the pricier one that right. was up there. That was imagine. over five hundred a night. Okay. But it was where I, that, that, I hope y'all that, kept the robes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't this time. When I went to London, like, I keep the slippers. Right. So I, it depends. It depends. It depends on how much room I got in my luggage. But, yeah. I, 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 maybe I got a laundry bag for the W. Right. So, you know, I make sure I get a little Added bit. Added value, baby. Added value. <laughs> but, um, no, all in all, man, it was worth it. And, like, and, and what I was going to say is, especially that rich, the, the Ritz in uh, Ubud, it's called Mandapa okay. uh, Reserve. Trust me. If you go to Bali, please stay there. Okay. I mean, you have to. It's 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 an experience I never experienced before. That's so. dope. Yeah, that's yeah, dope, yeah. man. So it sounds like all in all, we're you know, 
uh, I think you said six grand for the for the flight. You know, call it uh, average of about three hundred a night on mm-hmm. the on the hotels, and then from an activities uh, standpoint. Yeah, you do a little better. I would just do everything once you get there. From okay. an activity standpoint, I mean, we did elephant. We rode elephants. We right. uh, did the Bali swing. Uh, that stuff isn't that expensive. So, um, yeah, I would say all in all budget, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand. I mean, but we did two weeks though. Yeah, so, that two yeah, weeks is solid. Yeah, yeah. So tell the people where they can where they can find you in your podcast. Uh, yes, my podcast is on all the major platforms: um, Apple, uh, Stitcher, all of them. It's called Hey BBT, H E Y B B T, Beers and Boy, Beers and Boy, Tears and Tom. Um, and you can get go to my website, heybbt.com, to get all of my information, blogs, podcasts, everything. Okay, sounds good. And you can find us at the Travel Guides at GQ50 on Instagram. And please subscribe to the Travel Guides on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Appreciate you coming on yes, the show, yes, man. Yes, definitely, yes, definitely yes, appreciate yes, it, man. You're the man. You're the man. Absolutely. We get, you got to come on my show. We do it again. <laughs> definitely. We'll do that. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Travel Guides. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Thanks for listening. Listening.